This week in gaming news, the console war continues between Xbox and PlayStation, and the clear winner is PC. Crystal Dynamics has forgot that Hawkeye is an Avenger, and the We Love Gaming crew has been grounded all weekend. All that and more on this week's episode of the We Love Gaming podcast. Let's get into it. I love gaming. All right, and welcome back to the We Love Gaming podcast. I'm Golly Sovereign, and I have Sir Knight with me and Mark Araya with me as well today. And uh, we're going to talk about the Xbox versus the PlayStation 5 showcast today. So uh, before we get started, how was you guys this week? I think it's been good, man. Uh, still trying to truck through that Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. You man. know, I know we're talking about that today, and I'm going to give my thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. Um there's been some parts of it that I've been a little bit like annoyed. Some of the story segments, like they can be a little bit long, but I've been enjoying that. And then when we jumped into ground and that was a lot of fun too. Yeah. So my week's been uh, pretty busy with games. What about yours, Mark? Uh, my week's been pretty good. Um, my wife asked me a very interesting question that <laughs> I never really heard her ask before. Okay. She's like, um, I want to buy a game and it's on the Epic store. And I said, what you want to buy a game a pc huh um so yeah she, she bought a pc game guys nice. uh, so some of nice. the animal crossing players that she watches on twitch uh-huh. there's a new game called ooblets that's kind of like pokemon meets animal crossing and she was watching them play it she's like oh i want to play it too so Dude, installed cool, that on man. her computer <laughs> so i installed it on their computer and i was i was like wow i i would have never in a million years thought you would ask me such a thing that's uh, awesome dude yeah man. cool that's one foot in man that's yeah. all you need yeah. right yeah. <laughs> yeah what about you godly uh yeah i mean i didn't do too much this week um i was playing some more ghost of tsushima um trying to work that yeah. in but i actually got um sidetracked by grounded so oh I, that's right you really like, like moment, you really dig that game man yeah the moment that i started um you know, that I was able to download it and then start playing it. I was like, oh, I'm going to just check it out, you know, just, like, get my feel for the game because I saw, like, I was watching a lot of gameplay. And, uh, yeah, I, I ended up, you know, getting <laughs> sidetracked and whatnot. Nice. But we'll talk about that later. Yeah. So, uh, you know, first we wanted to talk about um, the things that we liked right between the xbox showcase and the playstation 5 event yeah so now let's that start off with the playstation 5 now that we have both showcases right, right. we're like which one did better right so for me one thing that i liked we're gonna start with playstation i'm assuming yeah the thing i liked about playstation was not just the volume of games like because they had a lot of games right Mm -hmm. and i I love that i want my showcase to be full of games but for me it was the quality of games right like the games were such high quality you know, like I couldn't wait for the next one to come up, you know, like every one of them were excited and I couldn't wait to see what next game they were going to show me, you know, where sometimes I think Xbox gets lost in the minutia of they, oh, they did gamers just want games. They just want games. No, no, we don't just want games. We want quality games, you know, and you can go through the list, right? Mm-hmm. Like Horizon, Spider-Man, you know, some of these incredible looking games that we're all so super excited for. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I just couldn't get enough of that. So for me, that's what PlayStation did best. What about you, Mark? So for me, I think one of the things PlayStation did best was when I was trying to envision what PlayStation was going to showcase. Um, we were a little more in like mystery because we didn't know what the PlayStation looked like. Mm. We didn't know the catalog of games. We didn't know much about the controller. There are just so many things as gamers we wanted to know. So. 
um, um, that was one thing for me. The suspense. You know, I really liked the reveal. This right. was like a reveal. We saw so many things that we had never seen before. But it really only worked, right, because it was awesome looking, right? I, I would just say since we didn't know, I'm not going to comment on the look okay. because I'm really neutral on the look okay. of, of either of them. All right. Um, but I would say one was a really good reveal of what's coming forward. Okay. Second is good point. The game, the the exclusive games, were really good. Mm. There are a lot of games that, to me, like were surprised. I never got to play the first um, Demon Souls, so that for me was huge. huge. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple other good exclusives as well. Of course, you know we got the. Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Yeah. There's a lot of hyped games. So I would say they did best um, showcasing the new, you know, revealing the, their mystery. Mm -hmm. And they did, you know, better in the game section, right. the game department. As far as ex exclusives, showing things that have never been shown before. What about you, Godly Sovereign? Uh, yeah, I pretty much liked how they just came out of the gate trying to shock and awe you. Mm -hmm. uh, I felt like, you know, it was like... Uh, you know, the way the, the presentation started and they're kind of giving you like these little tidbits here and there of like what the UI is going to look like and, and different things about the PlayStation, you know, showing you like a quick glimpse of the controller, you know what I mean? But all while, all meanwhile, showing you these awesome games. And I just felt like they were trying to come for, you know, uh, Microsoft's neck, you know what I mean? Like, ah, you, you guys dropped the system, but you ain't do it like this. You know what I mean? You yeah. Like, punch or like yeah, that, for you know? sure, man. They threw some punches, right? Yeah. They, yeah, they I mean, slugged. It was just, it was just uh, too many really good yes. looking quality, yes. uh, you know, first party, you know, titles. Yeah. And, you know, and, and it was just, it was just so many games that they released, you know, it was like 60, you know, 60 games or so that mm -hmm. they showed you, you know, wow. just on that. It's almost wow. like, it's almost like they dumped the whole bag on the table, right. you know, with everything. So it's like, oh, what, what else left do you have to show me? And then, you know, you hear that like, another right one, right? after the <laughs> Xbox game cap, there's another event yeah. that's coming. So what are you going to talk? Is this just like strictly price only or what? So I just loved how, how Sony just totally, came out of bro. the gate swinging. As soon as the bell ding, bing, they just start punching. You know. What I yeah, mean? like I, exactly. I as soon as the yeah. adult, dude, they were slugging, man. They went hard too, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't hold any punches back. Yeah. They weren't holding stuff back. Where sometimes it feels like Microsoft holds back, yeah. right? They're holding back surprises. Yeah, but where yeah. Microsoft Sony just. Yeah, yeah, but you know, speaking of those sneaky bastards, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what did you, what did you like? You know. Yeah. So, I love Game Pass. Right, like for me, Game Pass is so incredible. It's so awesome. It, it, it almost in and of itself can almost single-handedly destroy like another company. Like it's that nuts to me. Um, so for me, the Game Pass hands down was what I liked best about Microsoft's. Um, when he told us, right, that every game is available on Game Pass, you can watch it, that's really incredible. Um, but I do have some reservations about it. One of my reservations are um, in relation to like Movie Pass. Like this is this is reminding me of Movie Pass. Mm. Remember when that came out? You're like, mm. oh my gosh, unlimited movies for ten dollars a month. This is an awesome deal. This sound, yeah, it was an awesome deal, like a high value. And I was remember we were talking. I told you guys, I, I'm just waiting for when they're going to raise the price on this. There's no way they can. They, there's no way that they can sustain, they sustain this business yeah. model, or it's going to go under. And sure enough, it went under. And they don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. 
that's my worry for Game Pass is that sometimes these too good to be true kind of you know services are too good to be true and they end up going away so that's my only reservation is i don't want to see the movie pass treatment happen to game pass but clearly that that's my favorite thing of the xbox showcase was that what you think mark so my favorite thing was it opened with halo infinite and i think arguably that that was the best game they showed um an open world halo it's a good direction to go so that some of their games were pretty good um, so I was hyped for that. I was I was really excited to see to hear about um, when they're talking about Destiny that it's going to be on the X Cloud for the phone. So That's I was big. excited to hear that they're continuing to develop that infrastructure and that service because I think that's part of next gen. I'm gonna, in my opinion, I'm looping in their X Cloud on your phone to be a next gen feature because you can't do that mm-hmm. on this current gen. Um, so I would say I'm excited for X Cloud. I'm excited for the Game Pass. Um, I would like to see a little more gameplay, but it is what it is. But right. Halo Infinite, I'm hyped for that. Um, and I'm hyped to try Fable out, not as much as Godly Sovereign, of course. <laughs> but, we uh, know it's coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I was excited about. What about you, Godly Sovereign? Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, Xbox was pretty quiet um, with all of their stuff. You know, they, they did uh, jump out the gate first by releasing mm-hmm. what their console uh, look like information about their console. I felt like they kind of um, uh, forced Sony's hand to, to show it when they did. Um, I, I kind of feel like they were pretty, uh, how can you say, like they were pretty sure of themselves when they released this console. You know what I mean? Like They're they going to no win this time around, it. right? Yeah, they, <laughs> they were like, we have no doubts about this. Yeah. Let's just go and give it to them. You know, let's show it to them. Um, you know, to check out the, the showcase, uh, it was really different from the PlayStation 5. You know, mm-hmm. I felt like um, it was all about trying to showcase that their product that they're selling has a lot with it. Like, right. it, it's interesting to yeah, get it. That's you true. know what I mean? So, like, I felt like that's their product, really true. I felt like their product wasn't the Xbox. I feel right. like that's not. The, the selling thing anymore yeah it's, it's the service. game pass yeah right? it's a it's, service gaming as a service right right it's yeah. everything included with the game pass so you know you're you're totally. talking about throwing out the live possibly you know that's you mm-hmm. know assumptions that people have made and whatnot um but you're talking about having uh the game pass with all these games available right. to try out and play uh regardless um and then also adding xcloud with that so making your thing as mobile as possible. I mean, you know, PlayStation has like a remote feature, but it's pretty choppy. Like yeah. it doesn't work that great. I can still be in the same house in a different room on the same Wi-Fi and I'm not getting crystal clear, you know, production, right. you know. So that's something that's that they that PlayStation themselves have to work on. But if this X Cloud is as great as they would they right. are portraying it to be and they want it to be. It's another game changer, then, right? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about you know, possibly eliminating handhelds. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're going. Nintendo would have right. something to worry about at this point. They have a very the like long term vision. Right. Where Sony's is very immediate. Right. Right. Where so Microsoft's looking super down the road. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like yeah, uh, it's, I agree. It's uh, I I hear what you're saying about the Movie Pass yeah. issue, mm-hmm. but I feel at the same time because Microsoft has so much money everywhere mm-hmm. else that they can reallocate funds to go to this 
just to bring people in. Like I feel like the fifteen dollars uh, that it is now, it may it may be more uh, in the future or whatnot. But if even if they kept it at fifteen dollars, right? Not everybody is playing the Game Pass or utilizing the Game Pass at every moment. So I feel like you know you spend a couple of million on a game, you're gonna get that back, especially mm-hmm. if you've got you know possibly like a million people subscribed mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't even i don't even remember what their their numbers were. It was like it's 10 million it's 12 or something yeah, i guess 12 like yeah, it's so pretty high i mean you're just like 12 million people paying 15 dollars because yeah that would you be can the make benefit. a you can make like, a lot of games with that much yeah. money right yeah. Yeah. yeah like at that point and then you're 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 opening the bag up more to like you know fill it up you know because you're saying like oh you don't even have to buy the xbox if you don't want to you got that powerful pc for all you, you know, you PC uh, enthusiasts, go there. Like, yeah, it's th- they're they're transforming to more of a service than a console, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, like your point, like, yeah, go play on PC, go play on your old Xbox One X, right? Uh, everything's available everywhere, yep. no matter where you want to play. It's a completely different direction right. than the traditional console route, yeah. right? And so, yeah, I agree. They're they're. They're taking some risks with that, though, like my whole movie pass risk, but because they're going to have to invest a lot, like into this X Cloud, into these services, they're going to like pull from other, like you said, parts of Microsoft's cash cow, you know, to help prop this up. But I'm excited about it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like one of my uh, favorite rappers said, "It ain't tricking if you got it." So, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I think yeah. they've got it. Yeah, they've got it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And they've got endless, endless, you know. Pockets, yeah. right? Their pockets Microsoft, are endless. Microsoft Windows, like yeah. every PC is a pretty much, you know, Microsoft based. Yeah. You know, it doesn't matter. Everyone has Windows, right? Yeah. yeah. Everyone uses Office. Everyone Outlook. uses Office. Yeah. The like, literal only you can't competition Microsoft. Is, is Mac. You know, it's yeah. Apple. That's the only competition that it has. You will have Windows on your computer. I mean, and maybe Mac is Linux, like, but, like what does it mark? Like 12. 13 yeah. percent of market share mac is not even that that much it's all windows yeah, it's, it's all windows, windows. so yeah, yeah they got money to throw yeah so but, um you know talking about what we like the most um let's talk about what we didn't like yeah let's yeah. start off with the playstation go ahead yeah so, um right. what i don't like about playstation is kind of like what we've been talking about so far is their lack of desire to want to compete with xbox in this digital service you know, gaming as a service realm, they don't even like address it. They don't have any kind of like, uh, they don't bring up any, you know, counter or any other option in their showcase. Hey, you can game too digitally, you know, like they don't bring any of that up. Like they, they almost treat it as though it doesn't exist. And I think this is one reason why, like, I wish Xbox would market this more and pound this more because if they're not going to do that, then Sony can play that game. They can pretend like it doesn't exist if no one's talking about it. And not enough people are talking about this gaming as a service, you know, on the Microsoft, you know, ecosystem that I wish Sony would do something comparable. I'm sorry. PlayStation Plus sucks compared to this. Mm-hmm. Like, it absolutely sucks. Like, I'm never excited to see the games that they release. Now that we're speculating multiplayer is going free on xbox i'm like sony you got to compete with this i'm getting really discouraged i'm not happy with sony in this regard and so for me that's where they failed in the showcase is not addressing gaming as a service like xbox is go to toe to toe with them give us at least something right right i don't care if it even cost more 
right? If it's going to cost me 20 bucks a month, but it's something similar, like do something, then there isn't anything. So what I didn't like was first, I wanted to see some price. I'm going to say this about the Xbox too, but I wanted to see how much the darn thing is going to cost. I wanted them to kind of paint that picture for us now to see what we're going to expect. Another thing I didn't like was that I feel like some of the games, they threw a lot of games. You know, they had over 60 games that they showed us, but I think they're a little sneaky and not telling us all these are exclusives mm-hmm. because a lot of these games are on everything else. So that 60 is yeah. a little more bloated compared to Microsoft's, you know, 21 games. Mm-hmm. Like those 21 games are for Microsoft. It's, I would have liked to see what's exclusive to you guys because like things like Haven, we we're hyped about. We tried it out. But that was on Microsoft, right? We yeah. tried it out on Microsoft. Yeah. <laughs> Sony hyped us for it and Microsoft showed us, eh, try it out, guys. I agree. So I and was, that Game Fest they gave us. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm I'm kind of disappointed in that. I mm-hmm. wish they would just showed us the exclusives, get straight to what we can expect. I want to know how much things are, and I feel like last console wars, Sony did a really good job of countering Microsoft, like mm-hmm. with the whole game sharing. They're like, this is how you share games, mm-hmm. and they pass one game to somebody mm-hmm. else. Now. PlayStation just silent, like you were saying. Yeah. They are like, okay, we designed this futuristic, sleek-looking machine. Let's hope that's enough. We have these exclusive yep. titles. Let's hope that's enough. But as a service, with all these speculations that, you know, online seem to be free, like, you know, how it was during the PlayStation 3 days, could you have told us some of that, you know, PlayStation? Yeah. You know, like, hey, gaming's like, I just feel like there's a lot of questions in my head now. So they aren't, you know, they, they're sticking with the old dog. They're not teaching the dog new tricks, right? Yeah. They refuse. They want to stick with the old, you know, way of life, you know, the old system of things. That's how they won the last console war, right? Was sticking with traditional games exclusives. That's not working this time around. Yeah. I mean, at least I don't believe it, it shouldn't. Even if it does, it shouldn't. I don't like that. Like you, like you said, it's a futuristic console that has no futuristic services. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You so know? I think they missed the market that. So, what do you think, Godly Servers? Um, as far as like the the PlayStation event, you're you're right, Mark Ray. Um, I feel like if they had come out the gate with the price, mm-hmm. that that just would have been like a a smack, you know, like an Xbox face, like, hey, this is what we on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I feel like um, if they had done that, it would have mean it would have meant that they meant business. Mm-hmm. It would have shown that. Um, but I, I feel like because they didn't show the price, um, you know, they're still playing this waiting game. Like who's going to pop chicken the price? Yeah, they're first. playing chicken with each other. Right. Yeah. So, you know, unfortunately, you know, doing it like that sucks. But, you know, it is what it is mm-hmm. um, uh, for everything else. I felt like um, they had. Like good variety and stuff like that, um, but yeah, I wish that they would have um, possibly announced some type of competition against that Game Pass. Right. Um, the Game Pass has already been out; it's already been, you know, it's been well known. Uh, but I feel like for them to still have this PS Now service along with their PS Garbage, Plus, dude. like as two separate entities, yeah. and not have combined them to one, because like, I mean, I don't even know who's 
who's using the TV service for a PlayStation. Right. Like, I know none of my friends are using the TV PSU, service. Right? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. And I don't even know if it's still going Yeah, right it's now. like done now, right? Um, yeah. But I just feel like as weak as the PS Now is, like, why wouldn't you just throw it in with the PS Plus? Like, it should just be there for people who decided to pay extra right. mm-hmm. to do that. You know what I mean? But, you know, maybe um, with everything that developed from, you know, Xbox, um, maybe they've got that in the tuck. You know, maybe that's what the event's about. You know, hey, we've, um, you know, increased the power of the PS Now, and we're adding, you know, new, t- new titles in it. I mean, mm-hmm. even if they, even if they did indie titles that'd be something right you can't even get like ps5 t- ps4 titles it's like almost like yeah. a lot of them like old ps3, PS3 games yeah. ps2 stuff and like you said and they don't even play good like and that's that. a great point like you can't even get good indies you can give us some good indies the xbox game pass is not just giving us like their first party exclusives they're giving us indie mm-hmm. exclusives and i love the indies and they're all fun yeah. yeah yeah i kind of feel like um the new the new trick now the way to get people is to buy out all these other third-party studios like there's yeah. there's some studios that are getting purchased and i'm like damn i didn't even think that was for sale you know what i mean but it's like you know you're hearing little inklings of like uh warner brothers uh their gaming studio um being uh put up for auction mm-hmm. yeah you know, from, from uh these two um and you know things like that are big moves if they can uh, obtain the IPs that are attached to it. And that's what's happening. They got you one of IPs. Yeah, so, I mean, it, the more IPs you get, right, the more exclusivity you have mm-hmm. for people to mm-hmm. want to join your service. And I think um, that that's probably, if if PlayStation does not change their situation at all, um, and they they don't, like, oh, we're not even competing against Game Pass. We're better than that. You know what I mean? If they're high and mighty, mm-hmm. um, I think that their MO would be to then start poaching every single um ip that's out there every single like uh you know random uh gaming studio to just take it you know so that way they're able to um have all these exclusive titles that are on here and you know and then microsoft is like okay well we gotta get these other ones there yeah something like that so i think that's gonna be playstation Mm -hmm. game gameplay but uh, you know, moving on from PlayStation, right? What didn't you like about the Xbox Game Showcase? Yeah, I think um, I was just disappointed with the um, quality of the games that they showed. They 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 finally got it through their head that we want games. Mm-hmm. And we want a lot of games. And they showed us a lot of games. And so I was hyped for that. But I felt like a lot of them were low quality, and I think that's partly because they just weren't showing gameplay, so we just don't know. And so I don't know, does that mean they're afraid of the quality of these games? Like, why are they not willing to show us something about what these games are? They felt all very low mid-tier to me, like, in just the quality, apart from a couple. Like, of course, Halo looked beautiful, right? But And and Fable, I can't wait. I don't even need to see gameplay for that. But for the most part, they were very, for me, just low tier. And so I just wasn't excited as I was watching. What about you, Mark? So for me, like I said, for the PlayStation, same treatment here. I wanted to see price. Mm. Um, I really, really thought this showcase was going to, they were going to pull some more, like, you know, tricks out of their sleeve. I thought maybe their speculate you know the xbox series s the you know code name lockhart i thought maybe they're going to show that i thought that there's going to be mm-hmm. a little more mystery here there wasn't anything we didn't see before here. yeah um they kind of just reinforced the point of game pass mm-hmm. which is which is good 
but there wasn't anything that blew my mind. There wasn't anything other than hate, hate Fable, but we kind of heard, you know, we talked about rumblings. Yeah. yeah. So there was nothing that came out of nowhere for this, you know. Yeah. Um, they didn't really show any accessories, anything new. So I was hoping for Lockhart, man. Uh, yeah. You mentioning that I was really thinking they would show I thought it. That's what the, I thought that's what they're going to showcase here. Ugh. And I think for me, that, that would have been undeniable. There would, that would have made this winner more apparent. <laughs> that would have been the knockout, right? $200 and, Xbox Lockhart. That's the knockout. That would have been the punch, nail in the dude, coffin. Yeah. But I feel like they're both playing it so strategic. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for one to announce. I feel like Lockhart, I feel like all the prices for the consoles are still up to debate, you know? Yeah. I, th- I feel like they're just, which sucks because I would like for them to just calculate, all right, how much of a loss do we need to take? How much profit do we need yeah. to get? But no, they're trying to milk it. They're trying to milk it out for as much as they can. And it sucks, you know? They want to undercut each other. <laughs> so, so it is what it is with that regards. But like I said, the main disappointment was they didn't really show anything that we never seen before. Right. Everything we saw, we, we could have just w- went on Google and looked up leaks and speculations. True. And True. So what about you, Godly Um. Yeah, so, you know, besides the fact that every game that they showed – Literally had no gameplay except for uh, Halo Infinite, um, so it was just a whole bunch of trailers. Yeah, um, I was I was disappointed in Halo Infinite. Um, yeah, I thought that there could have been more crisper uh, detail. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have looked more real. Um, I felt like it looked real um, when they showcased the suit getting kind of like, you know, you know, the Built. pan the pan to it yeah. Yeah, and it getting put together and whatnot. That looks superb. Mm-hmm. But again, that was just video. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like watching, you know, a PlayStation three Final Fantasy game. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like it looks great. Like the 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 scenes and stuff, the cutscenes, great. But the actual gameplay is where it matters, right? Because that's what we're gonna right. be watching. You know, is that and I felt like even with some of the cutscenes that were closer to the gameplay, like when, you know, when Master Chief finally gets off of the, the ship and everything, like, I, I felt like those are trash. I felt like that guy did not look anywhere near real. He looked like a drawing of some sort. Cartoon. Like a character, cartoon yeah. character, yeah. So, I agree. Um, with that, I was kind of disappointed because I'm like, damn, you guys open you guys open the gate with this? You guys open the door with this? And, you know, you guys are supposed to have this 12 teraflops and, and stuff? Like, ball. I don't see nothing there. Yeah. Um, but you know it is. That's what it hurting is. them bad right now, from what I understand. Their, yeah, there's their a lot of sales are very low. Like there was some company that did a survey of all gamers, and supposedly 50% of all gamers are planning on getting a next gen console, mm-hmm. but only 15% are planning on getting an Xbox hmm. Series X. 85% are trying to get a PlayStation. And from what I understand, the main reason why they said that was because of how disappointed they were in Halo Infinite and the way it looked. Yeah. I wasn't so much like that because I was excited for open world. Like I'm more Mark. Yeah. I'm like, I like open world games. So I'll give them a pass. Like this is what I'm waiting for an open yeah. world. Like that's what I'm excited for. But everyone was disappointed in how it looked. Yeah, I did. Uh, I think you, I don't know if it was you I was talking to or maybe it was uh, somebody else or I was listening to something, but um, they were explaining how um, when you have games that are more um, like, little worlds or little realms um you can pay more attention to the detail 
because you can you can invest more of like the CPU to show all that graphical output, you know, in the zones or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you get to an open world where everything has to pretty much be generated and running, you know what I mean? It makes it a little bit harder for uh, the graphics to show out because you're trying to get so much, you know what I mean? Which it's is like, what I was mentioning in the last podcast, which yeah. is why I thought the fidelity wasn't where it's at because it's an open world. You just can't be as intensive. Right. So I, I, I do understand that right. concept, but it's just like, damn, totally. I thought we was there. It was a letdown. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, I thought we were there where yeah. we could see, you know, those crisp, you know, small room graphics in an open world and, yeah. then, you know, and it'd be like that. But, you know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it's on Game Pass, so you can try That's it out. That's huge. If it's so, if it's so trash, <laughs> then you just kind of like That's true. It it's on Game Pass, moving, man. You know? Yeah, you can't really complain when it's on Game Pass. It's hard, right? Yeah. Right, and I think that was uh, one of the things that they probably banked on, which I yeah. didn't like, you know, because it's like, oh, it's on Game Pass, though. <laughs> it's you the, know yeah. what I mean? Like, you saw yeah. Halo Infinite, but it's on Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of yeah. like... It's like, damn, dude, you kind of use that as like a cop-out. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a new game, so you're just going to try it, right? You know, maybe you'll waste like, you know, five or six hours on it, <laughs> you know, but it's on Game Pass, so you didn't have to pay a dollar for it. You just buy a subscription, which is what they wanted anyways. They wanted you to buy the subscription. And I felt like um, I felt like that was – that's probably what I didn't like the most about the uh, Game Cast uh, is that – the showcase is that – all the games just look like I'll play them if they're on the Game Pass. Just mid tier, low tier quality. Yeah, games, just a bunch yeah. of mid. You know, it it was it, it was nothing that shocking on me except for Fable. That was literally it, and that's just because I love that title. Yeah, I haven't seen nothing what the graphical output <laughs> or the gameplay or anything in it. I'm still sold, but it's you know that's that's not enough for other people. You right. know what I mean, not everybody. You know, such as yourself have uh that much love for fable for right. a fable title also side note i've been hearing a lot of rumors that it's an mmo and it's not just oh, a single player game that'd be i hope not. So, i would be excited about that i, would, I, would I like think that. it would die i think it'd be trash really i want to play with my friends no i think i think it would be on the same tier as like destiny or something like yeah. that you know what i mean where you have like different you know, different Hubs. Uh, server pockets yeah. or something that you're going yeah. in. That's not an like, MMO, though, but yeah. yeah That's a console MMO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's MMO. Like, yeah. It's as massive mean? as a console game. Yeah, it's not yeah. World of Warcraft, right? Yeah. I mean, but even World of Warcraft had a limit on no. people on the server, right? Well, yeah, but it's like thousands. Yeah. You so. can still join it, even if it's like full. Mm-hmm. You just got to wait in a queue to get in. But yeah, but right, it's huge yeah. numbers. So, I mean, so even if it was like, you know, Destiny tier with like being in the, uh, the main hub area or whatever that would be cool tower, you, had, yeah. you had quite a few people in the tower yeah, like maybe okay. 50 yeah. so to just cool. just the the idea of it anyways right of like running into another character and seeing how they look how they progressed on the good evil meter or whatever mm-hmm. seeing if they were able to pull like an ancient weapon from somewhere and it's like oh where'd you get it you know i kind of i've always had this dream of like a game that had like uh you know this vast world that just had so many rarities that there was only one. Oh, so wow. there was no way to actually get that other that that mm-hmm. weapon, you know, unless you killed that person. Right. And so it was just like, you know, it's constant death fights, you know, or battles that, you know, can be like, oh, I'm going to ante up my epic bow, 
that you know that mm-hmm. no one has. You Just know, it's only one piece of gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Jaro, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, but you know, you know but like but Microsoft's answer to everything is give it to them free. Like Mark was telling us earlier today, the multiplayer is free now on Halo, right? Like, yeah, so that's what they're uh, speculating that. <laughs> I, I feel like Microsoft now, they're designing games to be on Game Pass. So <laughs> that's going to be a new trend we're going to see. And that's pretty, that's pretty interesting that it would be that they would throw the multiplayer for one of their, you know, high, high titles, you know, like Halo. They just throw the multiplayer out there. Uh, they're trying to they're trying to Separate throw a bucket on the fire, right? Like there's lots of hatred over the way the game looks. Oh, okay, but here you can have the multiplayer for free. Yeah. <laughs> My only question is: Are they going to put enough uh, energy into the multiplayer? I know when it's free. Yeah. I mean, you got you so. got. Where are you like, on that, Mark? You got games like Fortnite and stuff like that that put a lot of energy into their into their multiplayer. Um, I think it's going to be a high quality multiplayer, like every other halo game because to me that's like the definition of the halo the story's good single player is good but the the multiplayer is where it's at so i don't think that they would skimp out on the main attraction to the game i think if they showed people that uh, halo infinite showed us the multiplayer it would hype more people up than the single player because not many it's like a call of duty game no one plays the campaign you know i tried it out actually but (laughs) <laughs> that's not the it. <laughs> that's not the attraction to these kind of games yeah so for sure but i just feel like they have a stretch they have tricks up their sleeve you know with all the new games that they're de- they're designing mm-hmm. so we shall see yeah so you know wrapping it up let's talk about you know who we felt won and possibly why so we'll start off with you Marcaria. i would say this gen the it's not as apparent as last gen last gen the Xbox dropped the ball. Everyone knew it. No one was hyped for it. I, a lot of people talk crap about it. This gen, oh man, I feel like it just depends on what you want. So if you want, if you just care about exclusives and you don't have, you don't play a vast array of games, then the PlayStation Five is going to be the console for you. But I feel like if you're a gamer, you want to play a variety of games you want games to be accessible on your pc your phone um if you want that flexibility then to me the showcase you know complimented that xbox is for you um but it's tough to pick a winner so for me the winner is because my style is a little more you know i like games on the pc i want to play games on my phone in bed to me the showcase compliment is complimented that on the on the xbox side so to me that's the winner okay what about you sir knight um if i'm just comparing the showcases right um showcase to showcase i had a lot more fun watching the playstation showcase like i just enjoyed it you know moment to moment i was having a blast i couldn't wait for the next game it was super exciting um every game was hype to me like I just felt hype. Like every game felt hype. Not all of them, but the vast majority of them felt hype. Not volcano high, right? Not volcano high, right? You know, and 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 that's what was the cat one? Stray. Stray. Not stray. Yeah. Like some of them weren't hype to me, but some a lot of them were. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for this. What's the next one they're gonna show me? So the showcase themselves, I thought Sony's was just much better. So if we're just comparing who won the showcases, Sony. If we're comparing which console I'm more excited for. 
well, it gets a little more muddy, right? Because it's like Mark says, I don't think there's a clear winner. I still think the edge is slightly to Sony right now because Something their games are so stinking good. But it's not a slugfest like it was last time around. Like some, Microsoft is throwing some punches. And I think they're realizing from the last cycle console, they cannot win when it, when it comes to games. They've, they're, they're admitting defeat there. Mm -hmm. They're saying Sony makes better exclusives. We can't compete in that realm. And I think, I think we were hoping that we saw them gobbling up studios like you were saying. Okay, let's see what they can have here. Like, are they going to try to go, you know, you know, toe to toe, slug to slug with PlayStation on exclusives? And we're seeing they can't. And they, they'll never be that. Which is why I commend them for pivoting. And they've pivoted so well into listening to Mark, too, his, his explanation for why he right now is leaning Xbox. They should rebrand it to just Microsoft. Yeah. Right? Like, it, this is Microsoft. This is not really Xbox anymore. They were like, they're, they're pivoting. This is a Microsoft ecosystem of gaming. And you can play it on all these different platforms and all, the, all these different ways. And that's exciting to me. And so because of that, I'm more excited, I think, for what Xbox is doing than what PlayStation is doing. Do I think they're winning right now? I don't know if I can say that. I think PlayStation has a, a slight edge, but I'm more excited for Xbox. I ultimately am. Going into this new generation, I'm more excited. I want to get an Xbox One X for all those Game Pass games. I want to have... I can't wait to play Destiny with you all for free, basically, oh, yeah. right? I can't wait you to do... You want to get a Series X, right? I, I want to get a Series X, okay. yeah. Like, I want a game at a high f fidelity oh, for a for long time and all these games... Like, I love the way the Xbox One X runs versus my PS Pro. It's so it's, silent. It's silent and it's snappier. My, my, my Pro, if I have a gamer, like when Ghost of Tsushima's running in the background and I go home and I want to go to the store or something, it's sluggish. Lag. It's laggy and sluggish. It gets the job done. But my Xbox is snappy. It goes home. I can swap games, swap games. I, I like that. And so I'm excited for it. I'm more excited for Xbox, even though I do think Sony's slightly winning right now as far as, like, the showcases and the console war, but I'm more excited for Xbox. Yeah. And going back to my comments, um, the hype wasn't a factor at who won the showcase for me mm -hmm. because let's face it, all these tidbits we get from the showcase, we go and look them up. We go and look into them more. Mm -hmm. So for me, sure, the PlayStation, it, 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 it was a little more hype, but when you started to dig deeper and you're like, dang, half of these games are not exclusives at all. Mm-hmm. Half of these games are coming out on other places, you know, um, first or simultaneous. So I feel like they they try to hype to me, mm -hmm. but when you looked a little closer, um, their price. Let me let me rephrase. Their presentation was fantastic mm -hmm. on the PlayStation Five showcase. Their play presentation was better than the Xbox. Mm -hmm. So I'll give them that. But when you dug a little deeper, it wasn't at it wasn't what you were expecting. So Microsoft or what you were sold. It wasn't what you sold. Right. What you saw on Microsoft, what you saw in the Xbox showcase, is Xbox. Would you? It's every game Fair. is Xbox uh, exclusive in some way other than Destiny. Right. But everything was the definition of Xbox. What we saw in PlayStation, everything wasn't PlayStation. Right. So that that was my only yeah. Problem with that. I think that's why like it depends on how you define it, right? Like you just okay if I if you're sitting there and you're watching the showcase for the first time and you're seeing okay here's two showcases, I think the Sony showcase was just fun, just more Absolutely. fun. The presentation was better. The presentation it was, it was just presentation. a better showcase. Like I said with mystery, but it was yeah, actually they had they like pulled 
it was something yeah. like new that we never seen pulled the, yeah they, they opened the curtain right yeah. you know the wizard behind the uh you know the the uh the, the curtain veil. the veil was yeah. was beautiful too like it was wonderful like it was just much better but yeah when you dig deeper and you start to really ask these questions it gets a lot muddier yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so for me, if I if I try to go off of strictly what I saw at the game, the game showcases, um, and not over speculation of mm -hmm. what hasn't been announced yet, because there's a lot of stuff that hasn't been announced yet that we're thinking about, right? You know, um, that we're trying to put into the equation for everything. Um, I would say that I still feel that PlayStation won, right? Just because um, from the games they showed, um, it's like a clear you know, clear winner for me. You know, the, the games that they showed, I was all interested in. Um, I wanted to see and play every one of them, mm -hmm. um, regardless of, you know, how they're obtained or whatever. You know what I mean? It, they had, like, a good roster of games. The indie games I was actually, you know, really interested in. Right. You know, the games that were, like, the shockers, like the, the Ember the Ember Lab uh, Kina uh, that one was like looking, dude. really great. Um, you know, besides the, you know, the Spider-Man, um, and you know some of the other ones that were announced. Mm -hmm. Um, I just felt like you know even the what was the other one, the Devil Within or yeah. something like that. You know, there was a lot of like cool little indie games mm -hmm. that I could throw into the to the pile as like you know these might be some ones that I would really enjoy playing. Um, so just because of the quality of games right. and you know what was available or what will be available i mean obviously um i don't think i can declare i can't declare like a complete winner you know until i find out what's actually getting released but playstation's ahead right now but in the playstation race, right? has yeah. has the better advantage right. in my eyes okay same just because of what they've shown us right um i definitely think that they're they're still uh, cupping some things. They have a lot, a lot more to show mm -hmm. us, and I think we'll we'll see very soon uh, exactly what they have to show us. Um, so I'm just excited and waiting for that. You know, I kind of want to see um, who's gonna pull the trigger first and let us know a price. Um, with Xbox, I I don't see them giving us the price first, and I think that's because. They want to um, beat uh, Sony. They want to, yeah. They want to. They want to go lower than mm -hmm. Sony. I think that's their idea. If they're if they're going to have the Lockhart, if the right. Lockhart is isn't just this fabled, you know, um, <laughs> unicorn. Yeah, yeah. That, that has been you know, brought up by somebody. Yeah. You know, if this is real, I feel like they want that to be the undercutter. You right. know, they want their they want that mid that mid one or the mm -hmm. the one that they've shown us. They want that to be the the main the main one. But then they want to slide that other one in mm -hmm. to kind of just, you know, shank them a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. So I feel like until somebody's ready to, to pull that trigger, I don't know. And I, I think I think it's going to be a while. I think they're going to try to wait until, like, the the, the latest possible time, mm. um, which is, like, when they, they open are. up for pre-orders and stuff. Yeah. Because just for the simple fact that it probably didn't cost them that much to make these systems. So they're trying to see, like, how much they can actually get for it, like. You know what I mean? It was rumored for the Lockhart to be like $200, but it probably didn't cost them that. It probably cost them like well under, you know what I mean? So they, they, they put a lot less in it than they did for the main one that they showed us already. So, you know, the tw the 12 teraflops and this and that, all that stuff <laughs> is all great, but the Lockhart ain't got that in it. No. 
it's got a lot less in it. It's got no. like they're talking about like four teraflops and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only it's only going to be able to give you like you know uh, HD. You know what I mean, and and probably like some HDR on there. And, and I maybe think, not even 4K. I think that's the problem too with even why Halo looks bad is because they have to make sure it plays across their whole ecosystem. Yeah, which sucks. And if their lock card is lame when it comes to graphical fidelity, then they have to make sure that it can play it, right? And so all you end up getting on the Xbox Series X is just higher frame rate and higher uh, resolution, right? right? Um, The graphics can't be better because the other systems can't handle it and they want this ecosystem, right? So... It's kind of there's something biting them in the butt again, you know. Like nah, with the I think the graphics are going to be really good on the Lockhart because it's using the same CPU. So yeah. This, so the bottleneck on the current gen consoles is the CPU so old. So now <clears throat> you got this budget machine with a brand new eight core CPU that's better than the PlayStation CPU, just slightly clocked better. So I, I'd say you have a lot of potential um, for games. You know, for, even, for on, even on the Lockhart, not on 4K, not yeah. on 4K gaming. But let's face it, majority of people are still doing 1080p gaming. They are regular TVs, yeah. So for a regular consumer, they're going to see gains over an Xbox, you know, the current Xbox One X. They're mm-hmm. going to see gains over it. Um, but, you know, for somebody, you know, for some of the more enthusiasts, it's not it's not what you, it's not going to right. work. But, I mean, you wouldn't consider buying that anyways. Right. You would consider it, you buying like, oh, a second console for a relative or a child or something like that. That's what you'd consider buying mm-hmm. you know multiples of those but right um i think it's just for them to cast their their net wider you know for sure and it's smart um but yeah they they do bottleneck themselves with that lock card a little bit there's a little bit of a bottleneck there um not with their cpu but because it's lower graphical gpus and stuff they're, they're gonna bottleneck themselves a tad because of that and so their vision of this ecosystem is hurting that graphical ceiling a little bit kind of like what they were trying to do last time around with making everything go digital. That's a great idea, but the way they delivered it was poor. And so there's these little things that these little bottlenecks, they get, they get put, the, they put these little bottlenecks on themselves and sometimes they can have a negative impact on their uh, ecosystem. One thing too, I feel like if Lockhart comes out, it's only like a viable thing at launch because it's going to play all Game Pass games good. It's going to play 360 games and Xbox mm-hmm. One games fantastic. Right. Better than what we see on mm-hmm. you know, the Xbox One X. But down the road, two, three years, I think it's going to that age bottleneck. quickly. Yes. So that's I would say they need to be strategic. Release the price. <laughs> I think they're trying to – that's going to be their like foot in the door for everybody. But it's not going to be something that you're going to keep the whole gen going to be something that you, you're introduced to the gen with. Right. And then, you know, it, it'll probably age pretty quick. All right, so moving on, right, from the Xbox versus PS5 showcase, um, let's kind of talk about Ghost of Tsushima, right? So um, I guess I'll, I'll lead into it first. Sure. I, I played it. Um, I have not beat it yet, so I'm still working on it. Um, I'm trying to enjoy uh, every aspect of the game, so I'm not just trying to, like, kill through the storyline. So I've definitely been playing a lot of the side quests, um, you know, trying to find a lot of the fox dens, yeah. Uh, the different things like that, you know, kind of enjoy the world mm-hmm. uh, and kind of uh, get that ghost of Tsushima title <laughs> like well before, you know, I even go through the game like that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm loving it so far. Um, okay. It's definitely one of those games that I'm going to keep playing and finish it. Um, I might even want to um, platinum it. 
Possibly. I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. platinumed not one game yet, <laughs> but this is a possibility that I might want to yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, right, I feel like because of how open world it is and how your missions are like here and there, and there's literally only one, one goal is to, to rescue your grandfather or not, not your grandfather, but your uncle. Yeah. Uh, there's not really a whole lot like trapping me to the game, not not tying me to the game. So um, I can kind of leave it for, you know, four or five days, play something completely different and then come back to it and feel OK about it. Do you like that? Um, I like that. It's kind of I'm on the fence about it because mm-hmm. I like it in the sense that um, I can enjoy it like that and you know and i'm not come back and i feel like oh, i'm so lost but at the same time Story's not that good, feels right? like a casual mm-hmm. kind of game and i'm not a casual game player mm-hmm. so yeah i want something that's a little bit more enthralling something that kind of gives me uh a lot more to a lot more that's like memorable about the game um you know, like like I said before, I, I like the gameplay. So I like the fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, so the combat is good. Uh, the graphics, the details, they're beautiful. Um, the things that you have to do in the world, I feel like there's always something coming up. So that's nice. You know what I mean? Like even if you're just, you know, uh, riding down the road on your horse, you know, you might see a little patrol. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, standoff pops up. And it's like, fight me. You know what I mean? And you go out there and, yeah, that's you know, and whip them up. And, and all that stuff is cool doing the chains. I kind of wish that some of those chains were a little bit longer. I, I wish that you could damn near eradicate like a group of like six or ten guys <sighs> with a chain. And it'd be like a little mini movie, you know, of epicness. But they only allow you like a max of like three or four guys. Well, that eliminate. cuts out a lot of the combat fun too. It does. Do but but it's like... um. I'll put it to you like this. It's like Fallout. Vats. When you played with Vats, it was kind of just like, there's nothing. You know what I mean? There's no real aiming involved. Mm-hmm. You have all the time in the world to make your decision. It's like a turn-based. Slow down. It's like a turn-based game. Yeah, it yeah. kind of switches it up a little bit. So I would like it if I had that option. Like mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. to play like that all the time, but I would like that option. You do feel you know? badass when you do those. Yeah, it feels it feels yeah. wicked. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you just like you get that first cut off on the guy, and then yeah. you just do that slow motion pose, and then another dude runs Slice up, ah, you yeah. get him, get another fun. guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you could just keep doing that and you never moved, you know what I mean? Like, I see, <laughs> I see people's uh, compilations. Yeah, for sure, OP. O-P but dude. I see people's compilations that they put up and they turn them into gifts or whatever, and they literally like do their cut, they get like the three or four people and then they'll throw like a bomb, a sticky bomb or something like that and they'll try to to keep it so that they didn't move from their uh, their initial position. And it looks dope, you know what I mean? And then you do like a turnaround and the key, you're looking at the camera <laughs> and then, you know, and you kind of do like a slow pan as the yeah. dude like explodes off the sticky bomb or something, you know, creative like that. Uh-huh. But, you know, people are having fun with it. And I, I just think that that would add more to the epicness if you were just like, running through like you could just go to uh, a mongol territory and just be like fight me and then everybody just everybody's just getting except the archers yeah 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 you gotta actually archers. go kill the archers yeah yeah but if you could get rid of every sword that's out there and all you have to do is worry about the arrows uh, that would be wicked because so you know funny, then you just dude. go into your uh your constitution right slow-mo 
just pop them all down <laughs> and you literally would not move from that spot. You'd be able to eradicate a whole base and not move. I think that that would be dope. And I don't yeah. know why they, they limited it in such a way, but I guess maybe that's for like, uh, to speed the gameplay along or something like that. I mean, there's some, there's some, a thematic explanation for that, right? Yeah. Like once once you see a samurai mowed down two guys at the one swipe, you're gonna back <laughs> off a bit, right? I'm not gonna rush in anymore. But they don't. No, I'm just saying, like, but, but in, yeah. in real life, like they wouldn't all just keep coming out to you to get de- to get killed. Like they might take a minute to like regroup right. and then come at you in a group. So okay, you have to fight now. Yeah. You can't just slice mm-hmm. them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh as as far as I'm concerned, um I like it enough to keep playing it. Um I definitely don't see it on the same level that I did when I initially got it. You know what I mean? Like I could have could have probably held off on it instead of getting it like day yeah. one. But I enjoy it. You know what I mean? So uh, it's not it's not like terrible. But if I had if I had known what I knew, I probably would have just got like the disc version. And what do you know? Instead of being like locked in. And what do you know? Just just knowing that. It's a good game. It's not a great game, but it is a it is so a damn it does, good game. It does nothing great. It does many things good, but nothing great. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I feel like I feel like for for most uh you know first you know first person or or third you know you know, first third party third person open world games. Yeah, you know open world games and their RPGs and things like that. Um, there's uh, a lot of things that can be better about it but there are things that it does good um i just feel like um when i'm when i'm playing a one person game a lot of the times i'm looking for a story to envelop me um sometimes you know you have games like um hack and slashers like you know i wouldn't i wouldn't say god of war because i was interested in god of war story but you know the hack and slashing of that game you know, kept you interested Way more and kept you wanting to go. That's exactly what I kept going to in but, this game. Yeah, but I, I wish I f- it was more like God of War. Yeah, so I feel like in that sense, um, you know, you have a lot of time to just observe. And mm. I feel like they got off what they were trying to do. They wanted you to observe the beauty of things and they wanted it to feel like a movie mm. at like every waking moment. And I feel like it does that. It feels like a movie when you're watching it. But I wish it was a little bit more fast paced or a little more action based. I mean, I also I also think it's kind of, you know, weird about the story, you know, and how they, you know, it's like, you know, you got this guy who doesn't want you to go, you know, uh, I guess cowardly or whatever, you know, un, unhonor, you know, dishonorable, dishonorable fighting, but yet yeah. everything else is telling you to go that, and it literally makes it easy for you to go that way. Right. So I'm I'm sure there's something later on in the story, you know, dynamics or whatever, where you'll get to why that's you know a big thing or whatnot. But um, I feel like it's way too easy to go stealth. Mm-hmm. It's just too easy. Like it, it's too many opportunities that are set up like certain situations that you come into and they're literally just there with their backs turned. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, it's, uh, I, I feel like it should have been, it should have been harder for you to go the stealth route. It's not strategic enough. The, the samurai. Yeah. It's it, not it, like in last not. of us where you had to really systematically plan out your killing path. Right. Because it's you have certain scary. creatures that are like, I can hear you really good. Yeah. And you've got the other ones that can just see you damn good. It's like frightening so. to like, as you're going through, this doesn't feel that way. It's like, okay, there, you know, keep going the next one. So 
is there like a difficulty you could scale around this game or are you guys just saying by design how they arrange by design okay. is there is there a difficulty there this? might be but that's probably just mob that's health, just not health the, mob okay. health yeah yeah gotcha. um, so let, let me ask you this godly sovereign so i still haven't played the game mm-hmm. so don't plan to me let me borrow it no, i'm just kidding but uh I think I, I think Sir Knight will be able to let you buy. Oh, you got the digital. Yeah, I got the digital. No, I got digital too. Uh, oh damn! You gonna have to buy that one your own. I man. see. Okay, <laughs> so I watch people on um, some random streamers that that I watch um, that play EverQuest and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were playing this game, which was kind of mm-hmm. uh, surprising. But a lot of them play like uh, Souls games, so I thought maybe they thought like this was a kind of like same realm. Or something. Yeah. But uh, I was watching some people play. It is fun to watch for from a viewer's perspective. Uh, but my question is, I was looking at Metacritic, and it got a 82 or 83, I think mm-hmm. an 83. Mm-hmm. But the the uh, users users gave it a 92, which yeah. I think is very interesting because I always feel like the users is a, is a little more accurate to how I feel normally. So what what do you guys feel? Do you feel like the, um, the critic score is more accurate or the user score is more accurate? Critic score. Critic score. Um, the user score, I think, is a. Um, I believe it's the product of people's anger with The Last of Us. A lot of people were frustrated with The Last of Us and what happened. And so you saw how that user, did you see the user score on that one? User score was pretty low. It was about three or like a 2.3. There was, um, uh, you know, they, uh, people just threw up negative feedback because of the leaks they saw. They're just being vindictive. They're just being vindictive. And so they hated the last of us and so they revel in the so feeling they over to yeah they, they they reveled in this notion that ghost of shishima was something that they preferred over what happened in the last of us and so they want to like artificially bump the score up so um for me the critics nailed it i think it's about an eight eight it's about an eight okay, for so me eight. um wasn't it getting tens so when it came out, a couple a couple people gave it tens, but for the most part, it's more mixed. Okay, like um, with the Last of Us, it's almost unanimously praised. It's true. It's just so true. I think for me, playing the Last of Us Two hurt Ghost of Tsushima personally because it's not a good story. It's not as beautiful as far as detail. It's beautiful looking, but it's not as beautiful as far as detail. They don't tell their story as well as The Last of Us does, even though there are some things that I hate about The Last of Us that I don't like as far as the story goes. The mm-hmm. way they tell it is masterful. No one does it better. And Ghost of Tsushima, it really shows here how terrible they tell their story and how uninteresting their story is. Like For me, there are some things I like about Ghost of Tsushima. I really like the combat, mm-hmm. not the stealth. I don't really like the stealth. I'm with Godly Sovereign. I think it's a cheap way. It's very cheap. It's very easy. It doesn't feel suspenseful. It doesn't feel tactical. I like feel like it's just should. if you wanted to just if you were passing by it and you just wanted to run through it real quick, just so you could clear it and get it off your map. You just go stealth. Yeah. To do it all in. The combat's fun. Yeah. The stealth is very cheap. It feels like I just cheaply killed everybody. Right. Like it does not feel good. It feels not, does not feel fleshed out as, at all. But I do enjoy the standoff. And I do enjoy the sword play and switching stances for different enemies and parrying. I do enjoy that. It does feel a little clunky, like what Godly Sovereign is saying. So I would rather have a more fluid hack and slash feeling to it than mm-hmm. a little drawn out and slow kind of 
wait for the parry. You know, I'd rather have a more God, God of War. Let's just beat each other down, right? It's kind of like what we were talking about on the, on the last podcast when we were, we were talking about getting ready to play it and whatnot. And it was, it's like they're dancing. So yes, like the, there's more of a dance to it. Yeah, even Sekiro is way faster. Like even yeah. Sekiro is a much yeah, faster sure. combat than even this is. Um, and Sekiro I consider pretty slow, um, but I, Sekiro is just light, night and day better than this game as far as like combat goes. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy the combat. Um, I don't enjoy the story. Like I just don't enjoy it. It's boring as heck to me, and I don't like how they force me to walk slowly through a section so they can fit in this conversation they think I want to hear as I'm walking to the next mission location. Like I run to this hut to meet this person for the next mission. Mm -hmm. And then we got to go to this place across the valley. So let's go. But we have to walk there to get there because we have to talk about how's your brother doing? How's your relationship with so-and-so? And I'm like, come on, let's get to the action, right? Yeah, but at the, so at I'm, the I'm bothered time. by it. Yeah, at the same time, though, I do remember a lot of instances in um, The Last of Us 2 that had that on there as well, where they kind of bottlenecked your speed so that uh, you could go through like certain areas or whatever and yes. have those conversations. There was, it was much lighter, though. Uh -huh. It was for a much shorter period of time. And because the environment is so detailed and there's so much to see and the action is so frequent that those little moments of respite are welcome like in the last of us mm -hmm. like because the moments are so tense and so crazy like when you just get through you know a whole den of you know wa uh, walkers or whatever clickers you're like gosh i want to take a breath a minute you know like that was tense you know getting through that like i want to just take a moment to breathe and so i welcome the little scenes that allow me to do that and then we're right back in the action ghost of shishima it starts off slow it's not like you enter into a slow a, a battle scene and then after you have like this slow, which, okay, I'm ready now to take a break. They make me break before the action starts. I want to get into the action first and then I'm fine taking a break after, um, which I'm, because I just got done with a whole bunch of action. I'm cool to stopping to talk about something. But forcing us to talk, it's not an interesting conversation either. Like it's not interesting to listen to. I don't care about how her relationship with her brother from, you know, Kwajan or whatever is doing. I don't care about, you know, he's the best swindler in town. I don't care about that kind of, and nothing's interesting about that. I, the story, like Marcus said, is super shallow. All it is is me just trying to save my uncle. There's nothing depth there. There's nothing emotionally gripping there. There's nothing emotionally difficult to deal with there. And the combat's clunky. It's pretty but it's also copy and paste um so the world gets kind of boring a little bit after a while and another pet peeve of mine is the camera angle is sucks the camera <laughs> angles are terrible you can't control the camera you, you can, can but there's no transparency so if my dude walks so if i'm fighting a guy so and we're fighting you walk by a building or something if we're blocked. fighting let's say i'm fighting a guy near a doorway and the fight goes through the doorway the camera my camera's outside still because it's third person my camera's outside because it's third person still and i can't see my guy so my guy uh, walks into the building and i can't see what's going on i have to quickly pan and then like all i can have is just the doorway view because the gang will not transparent make transparent whatever my camera's looking through or at least or give a them tree like an gets etched outline or something yeah or like an etched that, outline like a tree will get right in my way like i'll be fighting and then the tree will get right in my way and i can't even see what i'm doing anymore um, it's the most frustrating thing. And it's like, I should be able to at least see what my guy sees. 
If my guy's in front of the tree, but my camera's behind it, my guy's in front. So I should be seeing what my guy at least sees, yeah. right? Like the view is third person, but my I should see what my guy is seeing. Like so it should be- You can't go first person at all, right? Nope, you can't go first person nah. at all. It just feels like, did they forget? to make the camera transparent? Did someone forget mm. to do this? It feels like a mistake. I feel like I feel like um, the reason they didn't do the transparency on it was is because one, it may take you out of the immersion of the world. But like I said, I should be able through. to at least see what my guy yeah. is seeing. Yeah, that's and that I feel like that would be fixed if you had like some type of a, a lock, a lock uh, yeah, there's on, no the, lock on the system, character or something like that. Help. Yeah, but... Um, you know, I, I think they just did it so you can catch like a clean shot at any moment. You know what I mean? Of like a beautiful scene, possibly. Yeah, but not with like the tree trunk the in my face. Right, but it might be like, you know, it might be the way the guy looks or something it's, like it's, that. I it's bad. Know. It's bad. It's very know. frustrating and happens all the time because there's trees and stuff all, all over the place. It's really bad. Um, for me, that's the biggest. That's the biggest pet peeve I have with it is the cameras. I did like how the fact that they, uh, the horses, the horse that you have, does not is not affected much by the trees. I mm. used to. I remember used to hating that uh, for Red Dead Redemption too, just trying to go through like a forest or mm -hmm. something, and then you make like a wrong turn or whatever with the horse, smack into a tree, and then you're off your horse. You know what I mean? It's uh, like, ah, this but see, sucks. But if you go back to it, you'll see that there's transparency, right? Like once my guy passes up a tree, now things become transparent in my camera. Yeah. The, the trees it allows you to catch the view right. still in front yeah, of Yeah, that's at least in front of my guy. Like the trees that are in front of my guy should be solid and can't get through. But when I pass it, now it should be. And I have a real hard time with the, with the I, I think it's super lazy. I do not like the... Um, gathering system just running around and collecting hundreds of of little um you know supplies supply and, bamboo, parts and, and bamboo and linen i don't like that i much rather have like a bloodborne style where um i collect shards every now and again an obvious dead bodies there i go collect and i get shards mm -hmm. or like dark souls yeah. where you find the shard pieces and you're working towards like this big upgrade um and it's much more clear and obvious rather than constantly trying to collect every little corner of every little thing that I find. I'd rather it just be a little bit more um, purposeful. Um, it's like quality over quantity. Yeah, quality want, like, over quantity. Yes, things. meaningful finding things. Um, okay. That's what I would prefer where I want to look in every corner, but I don't want to feel like I have to go. It should be more. Yeah quality where it's obvious okay that corner is going to have something i want in it or then okay i better run in this room every single room and every single edge and just kind of like pressing a button trying to collect as much as i can it just feels super lazy and, and cheap to me i um i hear what you're, you're saying on that one and i feel like you know when i'm going on like a path um which is kind of funny because if you're if you're following somebody on a horseback or something like that and you're going through like a part of the forest or mm -hmm. something or maybe a town and there's like some supplies sitting on the side twinkling and you go off to go and get it like oh, I'm, I'm here i'm not probably coming back so i'm just gonna grab you know everything that i see right now uh sometimes they have things that are a little bit further than what they would like you to go and so then this little thing turn pops around, up saying saying yeah. you're out of the area that you should be in mm -hmm. go back and it starts a countdown and it's kind of like well damn 
You put all this shit here. I need <laughs> to collect you it. You put all this stuff here. I need freaking 500 supplies. It's, it's to tell you that um, you're going to like fail the mission and it's going to restart you at your checkpoint if you what? don't go back. So like if you just stopped in the middle of gameplay and just went off and so did like your own thing. explore something off the trail. If you're in if a you're mission. In the middle of a mission. If you're that. in the middle of a mission, which is mm. making that point, which is why I find myself when I play the game avoiding the missions. Mm. I want to go. What I'll do is I'll go destroy an outpost or I'll do something because I want to fight. I want to get into the action. I find myself avoiding the missions. And when I join a mission, you have to make sure you have about 20, 25 minutes solid time because you're not going to be able to walk away from it at any time you want. You have to make sure you finish the sequence of the mission before you can go do something else. And the missions have those boring opening sequences. It takes a while to get into the action. I wish you could kind of skip like the little scenes that they have with like, Me too. they'll have like some kanji on the screen and then it'll have like the title of the yes. mission and then like this nice pretty view. And it's like, that's yeah, cool and all, but like, I wish I had yes, the skip me too. to just go. I feel like, I feel like with that, there's load screens incorporated. That all of that is load screens Maybe. to load certain aspects. Oh, the end. conversation and the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that they're forcing you to take a look at. The end of the mission, it pans out to show you like petting your horse, but you cannot move whatsoever. Yeah, come on, and then come it's on. like an yeah. end, an end scene thing, as if they were taking a snapshot of you for you. Um, and it's just like, damn, I want to. I just like as soon as I'm done with the mission, I want to like turn it in. Cool get my stuff and then hop on my horse and go and yeah. be off or check my map. But I got to wait until the end of this cutscene to check my map. And then I can finally move forward and whatnot. Right. Um, if there's something I would, I, I'm talking a lot of bad, but if there's some yeah, good, we are mentioning a lot of bad, a lot there, we're mentioning a lot of bad, but there are some things that I do wish more um, RPGs would employ. Like I do like um, the birds that lead you and the foxes that lead you. Yeah, that stuff is, is awesome. Yeah, and the smoke screens that kind of, oh, I'm going to go in that direction to see what that is. Like I like the way that they invite you into their world mm -hmm. that give you hints rather than always pop. I don't pop the map open very often in this game, which I mm -hmm. find myself not using the map very often. I might only open it just to go, what's the next main mission, right? I'll find that. But yeah. you could just kind of just keep going and you could just run in one direction and find lots of things to do because the, the animals and the environment lead you to those things. And so I wish more open world games would do that. They do that very well. Um, I wish there was more RPG. Though. I wish there was more gear to find, more loot. Yeah, I feel like the real loot in the game is the bamboo, yeah. the supplies, the linen, mm -hmm. the stuff that you use to upgrade your gear and things like that. And that's cool and all. Um, I do enjoy the uh, the mu the musician um, quests that you come across. Me too. Um, because, you know, it's like it's some, something cool. Yeah, some legendary, legendary armor thing, yeah. or a weapon or something like that, that, you know, some master, uh, you know, who died and it's hidden and everything. But nice. the one thing that I don't like about them is that they all have the same aspect. It's like you process, have this one location. Same process. Yeah, yeah, you go and talk, you go in and hear the, the tale from the musician. And then from there, there's one location that you have to find. Explore uh, it. That you're, yeah, yeah, that you, you, you know the area, the general location. So you go over there and then you search around in that area and then that is going to lead you to another area that you have to go to you so search around go in that, over there area. that area and the whole time there's somebody following you telling you not to continue and then and you then fight them you get to the very end where you find the thing and then it's you like a might, boss fight you might have to fight them mm. or or they want you to utilize it so whatever it is i'm right. not gonna like you know spoil stuff for you but like 
basically like you can find a bow and then it's like oh nah you don't just got the bow you got to make it out here with the bow so like you have to then use that bow uh good like damn good you gotta be good in order to get out of there i didn't even use the bow i just went and killed everybody with my with my sword did you yeah but (laughs) let me ask you this dude okay Uh, something else that annoys me does it cross upgrading material where I need the material across multiple different having things. To, to having to use the, the supplies, supplies to for upgrade my sword, your armor, my bow, my sword. armor, my pouch. Yeah. I need it for everything. I'd rather it be more deliberate. Like you need these items for this upgrade, these items for this. I know. Yeah, if I just if I could just use uh steel and um, iron. iron or something like that for my sword to upgrade it, and then I could use linen and and leather for like my um, armor or something like, like that hides for my bow yeah and even if we're even if we're talking about like high tier level like i mean they don't they didn't wear metal armor but if they were to like okay now you need like some steel to get like the last the last, the last you know, top line of yeah. it yeah of that one but i mean the fact that they have so many different armors that you can get out there that have like so many different little little uh details about them that make them good or not um and it's not like one that's like overwhelmingly great like oh i'm gonna use that for sure it's like ah you get some extra health on this one or ah you get a little Mm -hmm. bit more time with your bow on this one or ah you get a little bit more damage with this one or a little bit more stamina or something like that so in those things it's kind of like okay it's just playing to you just choose the armor now uh according to your your game style because you're damn sure not going to get any bonuses if you just pick it for how you like it, how you how how you think mm-hmm. it looks. Because I got stuff on that no I like, bonus. and I'm it like, looks, okay, it's it's, all it's like a bow bonus, but like I'm sitting here with my blade yeah. the majority of the time or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like now it's like okay, I should use my bow more because I'm using this thing. But um, uh, we'll we'll move on in a minute. But uh, I just wanted to to ask you about this, Ray. How do you feel about the character itself? Jin uh, Sakai, um, a little boring. I wish he was a little more interesting, but he's not bad. Um, I've tried both Japanese and English. Okay, and I actually think the Japanese is much better. I think his mouth is moving better. to the Japanese. Yes, the mouth language. moves much better, but because they have so many conversations while like you're riding to the destination or walking to the destination. I can't read and do that at the same time, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I ended up turning back the English. I turned the English back on was because I couldn't. Because, you know, I want to see the bamboo that I can grab as I'm going. Like, I want to look at the world you as I'm going. You want to focus on the world, it, but you're focusing I, yeah, on writing. And I can't read at the same time. So, I needed to turn the English back on. But when I did turn the Japanese on, I felt the world felt much, it felt better. Like, mm-hmm. it made more sense. Yeah, um, I, I kind of noticed that when watching cutscenes. Like I saw their lips moving and it mm-hmm. just it's kind of funny because it reminded me of like the old school yeah. Asian movies. Yeah, where like, you know, their lips are moving like crazy and then you hear like two words. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, like if that's what they were going for, they totally nailed it. <laughs> but I wish that they had have had lip movement for each language that they tried to use because yeah. um, that just would have made it feel more more real i guess or something like i was actually watching but uh the main the main thing i was asking about the character is like i don't like his personality i don't see anything from it i don't uh like even when times are hard in clips you know what i mean his facial expressions are minimal at most 
Like I don't, I yeah. don't, I don't see him as a stone cold blooded killer. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he should be having some type of facial expressions when he's discussing something. He and really, I feel like you know, getting through like The Last of Us Two, I feel like yeah. there was so much facial oh, expression yeah. that I've been spoiled. So now. detailed, which is why I said I think playing The Last of Us Two hurt. Kind of. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima, it did because like the storytelling and the detail, the facial, everything is so good. I wish I can go back and like play that again. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like I really didn't like Jim when he was a kid learning from his uncle. Like a couple of those scenes, he seemed like a jerk. Like he was like this snob, you know, royalty guy. I didn't like him. There was nothing endearing about him. He seemed like someone I dislike and he's supposed to be the hero. And I want to ask you this too, Stone. Like, is there a, um, are you uncomfortable, dude? Like, isn't it kind of weird when like you're running through like this village and there people are on the ground dying and they're like asking for help. Their village just got burned and I'm running around <laughs> taking all their supplies. That's <laughs> and they're linen. That's messed up. Like, do you, that's always, that's weird to me. Like, I don't like this gathering system. So, I mean, in, in certain, in certain areas, right. I feel like, um, there's people there just to be there. Like even in like the, uh, the golden temple, there's just a lot of people there and they're not doing anything, you know, like they're not really serving a purpose, but to try to make the world look like it's alive. But yeah, when you go through like certain villages and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and they've maybe had something like, you know, like their village has been burned down and there's Mongols nearby and things like that. Um, I feel like they're it's just, weird, they're just right? fodder Collecting there. Stuff, yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah, just like, I'm gonna pass you up. I know you're, you're bleeding a bit and you, you know, you're holding your leg and everything, but I gotta get that supply <laughs> behind you. So I gotta get this armor upgraded, you know what I mean? So I need you to move, I my guy. <laughs> I need that iron, buddy. <laughs> so is that leather behind you? Is that leather? <laughs> move him out to way. But yeah, so. Uh, but I mean, reg- regardless of how much uh, bad stuff that, we're that we can dogging. mention about, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, we still like the game. It's still a I good still, game. I still enjoy yes. the game. It's just that. I agree. Um, you know, if you, if you want to be nitpicky, you can't, you know, if there's a, a couple of things that you could wish for, you can, there's lots of things to wish for yeah. in this, you know? So, um, it's just, you know, it's I just wanted, one of those we, things. We wanted a lot more. We were hoping for a lot more. It was more, it's more of a letdown than a bad game. Yeah. Disappointment really, but it's good. It's just, um, it, there's some things that feel incomplete about it. So I would agree with the Medicaid, Metacritic, okay. uh, 8.3 still good yeah. every now every now and again when i come across um games that i was really hyped for and then i'm kind of not let down per se but you know like my yeah i'm kind of yeah my reaction has been you know sullied a bit or whatnot yeah. um i kind of get nervous for those other games that are coming out that i'm really looking forward to you know like cyberpunk 2077 like is this going to be a good game like i same think it here, is bro I'm or am i going way. to be disappointed again you know after what playing I mean? ghost i'm feeling the same exact yeah. way and that means you need to buy a physical copy i'm probably <laughs> so you can i'm probably going it. to <laughs> or you can sell it <laughs> i'm probably going to try to buy a physical copy of that yeah, one same. um but yeah it's just like man you know that's probably gonna be like one of the first you know physical copies that i buy for the ps5 um i yeah. think i'm just gonna wait for the ps5 on that one cyber but yeah for cyberpunk but yeah, I just feel like um, it's like, dang, man, yeah. I was looking forward to this, and I thought it was just going to be something that was going to have me enthralled, just like Same. in it, 
You know what Which I mean? That's why I bought the digital version of it. Right. You know, day one, hour one, you I've know. I've been kind but, of avoiding it. Yeah. So, I kind of want to go back and play Persona 5 Royal again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I, I right now I'm just like, grounded. I want to play Grounded. Yeah, somewhere. I know. You know I what know. I mean? Because I want to I wanna get better it's at Grounded. Bad. But yeah. But anyways, you know, moving on from Ghost of Tsushima, did you, before we go, you know, did you have anything else that you wanted to add, you know, or ask about Ghost before uh, we move on? No. I mean, if I was going to buy it, I would buy a physical copy. Yeah. Just because I like to That's have smart. it or I like to sell it if I don't like it. Right, right. So that just reinforces the point for me that I, mm-hmm. if I do play this game or buy this game, I'll buy a physical copy. Um, my expectations weren't as high as both of you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked awesome, mm-hmm. but it wasn't something that I would buy, like, you know, day one, digital. Um, it wasn't there for me. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure on the Metacritic score, you know, mm-hmm. but that makes complete sense. Based on what you guys say, I definitely see it being in the eight low mm-hmm. 80s. That seems like a, you know, yep. 82-ish. That seems yep. like a pretty fair it. score, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean it's a bad game. That means it's no, a great game. It's a it's good high, game. It's way higher yeah, than that. It's good. It's, it's yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it ain't a 90. Right. You know, right. so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, moving on, uh, they did. Uh, show a little bit of the uh, Avengers War Table again. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's it definitely wasn't as big mm-hmm. this time around as it was for the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did want to give us a little bit of information. Um, so, I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like, you know, I'm just going to start it off. <laughs> uh, it, it seemed pretty quick to me. Um, I think the first War Table might have been like uh, 40 to like yeah, an hour or something like that. Yep. Uh, but this one, I think it was almost like 15, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, no more than 30 minutes for sure. Um, it was really quick, um, straight to the point. Uh, I basically felt like it shouldn't have been declared a war table. It should have just been um, an extra update. little, yeah, update, update. of information yeah. that had just been put out kind of like a, a trailer in a sense or whatnot. Um, but, you know, so they they showed us um, what was going on, what was their timeline for everything. Um, they also brought up that they were going to have uh, a beta um, for people who pre-ordered the game. Um, and then they were going to release that, like open that beta up mm-hmm. um, further on for people who just, you know, wanted to try it out so they mm-hmm. could try to sell more. Um, and then, you know, and they introduced a new character um, that they were going to have. And this character is DLC. Um, so it's like, okay, <laughs> why if you're introducing it now and the game is like nowhere near, you know, well, I mean, it's, it's near being out because it comes out in, um, in September, but like, why are you giving me, why are you giving me this DC DLC now? Like, why wouldn't you just like put it in the game, you know, oh, or is it like, got this guy? Yeah. Or is it like, <laughs> yeah. Or, or is this like, um, you know, kind of like a day one DLC, like yeah. they didn't, like they've already got the games produced or something like that and disc in disc form and they're already at Walmart, but like, Hey, we want, we did want to give it. you this guy. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as you, as soon as you pop the game in, load everything up, boom, there's going to be another download to install on your game system and then you'll be able to play with the legendary Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny because like that is the guy that I said the last time we yeah, did this that I play. wanted to play. And cause it was like, I was like, why is Black Widow there but not Hawkeye? Like I'm not understanding why, where is he? That's who I would choose. And then sure enough, I think there might've might been more people who were like me that were wondering where he's at. I think the videos I watched, the people, a lot of people were saying that. Mm-hmm. And so sure enough, it's like, it's like they almost forgot that Hawkeye was an Avenger too. 
um, the original, because you were talking about like the original cast, like where all the original Avengers at, like they're kind of like, they're not there. Yeah. So Hawkeye gets announced. So I, I'm pumped about that. And I do like the, uh, some, for me, the biggest part of the news was Hawkeye, because that's sweet. That's who I'm trying day one, right? Or as soon as I can, I guess. Um, but it was cool. The beta is pretty extensive. They're giving us some war zones, right, where we can play. Yeah, co-op. I think they're giving you yeah, like co-op. two, two uh, war zones and two other little Yeah, zones. so that was generous of them for a beta. I'm excited to try that out now. Still not happy about the character locked heroes permission, um, but um, they're giving us war zones, so they'll be able to appease what I want out of that game, which is an yeah. individual experience. Yeah, I'm excited that this open beta is it's initially for the PlayStation, which is fine for people that pre-order it, you know, which I don't have a problem with. But they're opening it up to PC and Xbox on the last beta, so I'm really excited for that. Um, and you don't have to pre-order the game to to participate Play it. because for me, I don't really like pre-ordering games. I'm being honest. I'll pre-order like the week of that it's coming out, and then you get some little bonus. Might do it like two days before. Yeah. Just to get the before, bonus. That's as far as I do pre-orders because I, I don't like the system. I don't like them getting the money when the product is not launched yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that we can all trade the game without pre-ordering it and seeing if it's something that we're, we're going to like. I I feel like this is going to be something that's going to be a pretty good game. So I'm not too worried there. But it's generous of them to just yeah. let us try it for free. So I'm really – shout out to um, – what is it? Crystal Crystal Dynamics. Dynamics. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to you guys for doing that. Yeah, that's so, cool. That should be awesome. Um, the pre-order problem is why I couldn't get Ghost of Tsushima physical because I went to my Walmart. Walmart was having some promotion where if you bought it in person, you 50 got $10, bucks, $10 right? off. But my Walmart wasn't participating. So I was like, well, shoot, I'm going <laughs> to go across the street to GameStop because I at least got my $5 coupon. You know, I get five dollars off of it, so I went over there. Oh no, sorry, you can't buy this until Monday because it's only for people who pre-ordered. I was like, so seriously, I can only buy the game if I pre-ordered it, and so which that is ridiculous. That pre-orders. locks up game sales. Yeah, that doesn't make so sense. You went on rele- on launch on launch when day, and I could not out, get one at GameStop. And they said you need to pre-order it. Yep. When it's the game is already released. I know it was only for people who had pre-ordered it, so I had to wait until Monday for them to unlock their copies for everyone else. What? Hmm. But you could have bought it at Walmart, though. I could have just bought it at Walmart. So, but you wanted that so deal. But I was trying to get the deal. Not By then, I was like, forget it. Yeah. I'm going so home. So my yeah. Walmart sells brand new games for 50 bucks. Yeah, my Walmart doesn't. Really? They were the, like, the one Walmart not participating. What the heck? So oh, I was my gosh. Pretty pissed off. Yeah. I hate that. How do you a corporation, but not everybody That's is following yeah. it? I thought all of them did that. All of them around here do Me that. Me, too. So I went in there. They're looking at me cross-eyed. Huh? You talked to the manager? What well, I talked to like the, the electronic heck? manager. Yeah, like I'm like it's right here. It's everywhere. Advertise. Like none of them, had, <laughs> none of them had a clue what I was talking about. Maybe like an idiot. Yeah. So yeah, I was probably. like, they didn't want the money then. I was like, yeah, you guys are trying real hard to sell me a game. Fine, you know. But yeah, so the only time I agree with pre-orders is they're giving me something neat. So I feel like my five dollars is giving me that. Like mm-hmm. not the pro- like I agree with you. Like I don't like giving them money for something they haven't produced yet. That makes a lot of sense. But if I'm getting something cool for the pre-order, then like I feel like that's what I'm getting mm-hmm. and not the game. But um, but yeah, ultimately, uh, uh, principally, I agree with Mark on pre-orders. Yeah, I still feel and, like uh, my Bio Mutant pre-order was a, a decent pre-order. Oh yeah, because you're getting a cool you statue, a statue, you know? statue. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's awesome. so it didn't cost you really anything more. Yeah, so. but other than that, yeah, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, there's yeah, not, really not too much. Ha- they really have to give you 
a lot for me to pre-order it. Like, yeah. you're going to have to give me a lot. Some cool stuff. Sometimes yeah. some in-game stuff is, like, enough to, like, kind of sell get me you. to, like, yeah. to pre-order it, like, a couple days before it comes out. Like, oh, I knew I was going to get it. I knew I'm going. I know I'm going to get it in two days. So let me go ahead and store yeah. right now and pre-order it. Yeah, or pre-order me, it online. I used to feel like that too. But then every game when you buy it on launch day, it comes with all the pre-order crap in the box. I did see some. I of hate that, that, man. I stopped doing that. I used yeah, to like launch, the launch edition. The launch edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and everything's launch edition for like a month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's like that's all the copies they have. Like they overproduce those copies, right? So yeah. One thing that was weird about uh, the Ghost of Tsushima is that they had um, a couple of like different um pre-orders that you could get like uh you had to get the like deluxe the like the the bigger one i think that's like maybe 70 bucks or something like that um physical copy wise uh that had like the steel bookcase and everything in order to get like the face mask with the extra horse skin and um something else but you could get the digital version the digital deluxe version um and it was a little bit cheaper i believe Hmm. and you could get that on it if you yeah see i'm for pre-ordering like steel books and stuff because those have resale value you're getting something um more right do they they hold money so for pokemon the sword and shield right Uh i got the golden steel book right yeah so i bought the dual pack Um, right they don't give you any discount so you buy pokemon Sword. it's just like buying the both cams you sell them for 120 right guess how much i sold the steel book for how much? 110. Just the steelbook. Wow. Just the steelbook. I got the games for free. And then I sold the DLC code that came with it, which wasn't even DLC. It just gave you two Pokemon early, and I sold that for 30. So hmm. I made money. I got the games for free by mm-hmm. selling by getting the steelbook. That's so, a nice that's a nice little uh, So for games like right that, there. get the steelbook. You know? Okay. Yeah. That's worth it. Worth it. Yeah, but they so, got to be those uh they those, have to be like those cult favorites. Yeah, they have to be cult followings. Yeah. You know? For sure. Like Fable, that still book might be worth it. Gotta still book that game, right? Gotta still book that one. Yeah. That might be worth it. Yeah, I think I might Fable. If they they got a statue or something, I'm I'm done. statue. 130. Where's where's my wallet? I don't care. I'm statuing up. (laughs) Oh, you got a sword and it's 200? I bet. Let me get that. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, moving on from the war table, um, we were grounded this weekend. Yeah, we were. Right? (laughs) And, um, I can honestly admit that I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, you know, playing it single player, uh, I thought that it was a lot to do. And I felt like the world was bigger than what it actually is, you know, just yeah. because, like, it takes so long to traverse to, like, one side of the map to the other side, you know what I mean? And things aren't easily acquired, you know, and dang spiders and stuff like that. But, you know, how did you feel about it, Sir Knight? Yeah, so... um Lots of good here, because um, I was a little skeptical when mm-hmm. we. You were a lot of skeptical on that. I was one. a lot of skeptical. Also, pretty, pretty um, because for one, I think it looked better than the video. The video looked a little grainy when they showed the the uh, trailer. Okay. The trailer was a little grainy. This is really it was much. It was very clear and crisp and high definition. Um, and um, when when I when when they first drop you in the world and you're in that kind of like canyon. And then you step out of the canyon into like the garden. It's like, whoa, that is dope, yeah. right? Like it feels large and you feel tiny and it it's very well done. Mm-hmm. Like in that regard, the world feels very detailed and thematic and immersive. Like I feel immersed as a little man in this world. I do think where they dropped the ball on the immersion is um, my character 
Um, he doesn't seem afraid to be there. He seems like, oh no, I'm just, I just, I shrunk down the day to hang out down here. Like, that's what it kind of feels like. Like, uh, that aunt wants a piece of me. Fine. Like, it's just kind of like, you know, like he's like not worried. I'd be like super confused. I'd be like super lost and cautious. I'd be like turning at every little, you know, ruffle of the grass. And like, it, it just feels like a normal day in the park for these guys that are down there playing. So I think that the story there's needs to be flushed out a little bit. Um, it was kind of punishing a little bit at the start too. Like when I would lose my backpack down on like a, an ant hole, like it felt very difficult to have go to find the materials it. to be able to go back down there. And especially if it was at night, I had to go and collect the materials to find a torch or I couldn't even like really navigate it. And so like it felt a little punishing at first, um, with the backpack dropping and having to traverse my way back to that place without dying again, I was getting a little annoyed because I'm really, it's really important to me that I feel like I'm progressing in some way. Like the time that I'm investing into this game, I need to feel like I made some progress of some kind. And right. for a little bit of the while there that we were playing, I was feeling like I wasn't making any progress and I was getting a little bit annoyed and uh, 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 perturbed by it. But towards the end of the night, you know, weekend, Stone and I were like building, you know, my base. I was having a ton of fun. Um, that left me thinking about the game when I left that night to thinking about, I kind of want to go back in there now so you can, and build some yeah, more. Finish like, it up. And then yeah, some like other stuff. I was having a lot of fun. It was, it was starting to, to stick like what Mark, like what Marcus really liked about it. What Mark really liked about it. Why I saw why you guys liked it so much. It started to stick with me and I can understand why like, oh, I'm kind of looking forward to going back in there even more so than Ghost of Tsushima. Right. Like I right, kind of right. want to go back in there and it was fun. It was fun collecting and building. Once I got my spawn location, tied down so i know where i'm at and i'm not yeah. like 100 miles away from my dead backpack like it get it, it became more progressively way more interesting and fun and i'm looking forward to jumping back into it now um so i i enjoyed my time with it so it's it's a play for sure yeah for me um at first glance i like the theme of it i like how it looked um i thought the graphics were fine you know from the trailers and stuff so i went in with high expectations um and then I was pleasantly, I wasn't pleasantly surprised, but you know, I was, I got what I was expecting. It's a fun game. It's to me, it's relaxing. It's chill. When I play by myself, I normally just try to build stuff. I like, you know, just putting together a base. To me, that's like progression. To me, oh, I even yeah. break down my house and okay, let me mm -hmm. try to make it a different way. Um, I literally like builders like that. You know, like Trove had some cool aspects. Minecraft. I like the little building a base. Even mm -hmm. if I don't fight any enemies or do the story, to me, that's a major component that adds replayability. And when you're playing with friends and you guys are all contributing, you're all, you know, cutting the blades of grass together, bringing over, you know, all the that was fun. pieces. Yeah, you know. we were able to put a, put together quite a bit of, uh, of Sir Knight's house nice. after you had left. Um, just because, you know, we had like a few minutes and, you know, it was like one person was just hacking down grass and oh, dropping it off it and the other person was putting nice. it up on the house. You know what I mean? So it was like a little chain mm -hmm. yeah, and you were able cool. to build quite a bit. So that, that's really cool. You know, just playing with a bunch of buddies, building a mansion. Um, I'd say it has a lot of replayability. The one thing I didn't like was when I joined your game, Sir Knight. Oh, I lost all exactly, my recipes. Exactly, bro. Exactly. I'll be happy yeah. if I kept the recipes. Yeah. Even At just your recipes. Least, I. I'm happy with the collecting stuff. That's right. Fine. But I have to research everything again. And then when I research stuff, I take your researches. Like, yeah, it's only as a group. We can only do three every 15 minutes per little research spot. So other than that, I would say um, that was my only complaint. The game was short, but so it's in a game preview. Can't complain there. Um, but overall, 
this is a great game. I yeah, think. I think the progression, I agree. But what I was having a hard time with too is like when I was dying and had to run back to find my backpack, run back. Uh, that's yeah. where I felt like I wasn't progressing. Yeah, I had I had like a, a cool moment when I was playing by myself where it might have been like for 20 minutes, I was just getting yeah. handed by mm-hmm. uh, soldier ants and spiders like consistently because I was just trying to get my stuff. And, and that's like, not fun to And me. like the fact that, you know, it's like, okay, great. I, you know, I started, you know, building my house or whatever, and I've got my spawn location set. But the fact that I spawn and there's absolutely nothing that I've, I got to keep and I have to like go and build it all again, or I have to go back and retrieve my stuff. Like it just makes it a little yeah. bit, it, a I little bit tougher. That's just because you guys don't play survival games. You guys don't play games like this because that's not a problem for anyone who played a game like this before. You build storage at your base. You store all your loot when you're out scavenging. You bring the necessities, you bring a hammer, you bring your crafting stuff, you bring all your important gear is in your bank, is in your stash at your base. So I think as as we play this game more, you'll start building all your stashes, you know, your 20 mm-hmm. that can hold 20 items each. You find cool stuff, you start organizing your loot, and it's losing your bag is, is not really a big deal. Yeah, you have the stash at, uh, at your right. And I think like, yeah, as you progress and you're able to build those things, um, I can, I see that. Yeah. Um, but it was just, you collecting so much, right? You for the last thirty minutes, or even more, all we were doing was collecting, collecting items we needed. Find these items, find these items. Yeah, dry and then, grass, uh, and then grass, it just you just pl- run into fi- the plant fibers. Yeah, all, stuff. all this stuff, yeah. and then the next minute you run into a spider by accident. It insta shot you. You guys now are dead, and I got to run back. And it's like it feels like oh, like yeah. it just yeah. it's like oh no. Yeah, all that work. No, right. Like I'm just in that feeling I don't like. But once you get into it and you if you have the patience, right, and you get to the point where you can steadily build something and build those things, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of feel like um, like I I already, you know, I have played some survivors. So I I do know that you kind of have to get off the good stuff like into a storage like Mm -hmm. ASAP. Um, But at the same time, I felt like it was kind of. discouraging because yeah like you're doing you're doing all of that other stuff and you have all of your bare essentials but literally in this game your bare essentials is almost like 10 items you know what i mean you got to have a hammer with you you got to have an axe with you you should probably have a spear with you to fight something uh you may have a heavier weapon uh you're probably going to get some clothes at some point uh you might want a dandelion so if you're at the top of a branch you might want to float down or Mm -hmm. whatever you know you're gonna want some food on you you're probably gonna want to have some water I just named like 10 things, you know what I mean? Like that or things that's going to take up like 10 slots for you. Um, And then for you to go out there and then like to get downed by a spider or an ant or something like that. And then they just babysit your bag. Mm -hmm. Like they don't move. They just stay lurking around your your things. And it's just like, come on, guy. Kill me. All right, cool. Bye. Go do something Mm -hmm. else. Go find another victim or something. Don't don't sit there perched around my bag. I was sitting here battling a freaking soldier ant. Because he's just uber aggroed, and I'm all I'm trying to do is get my bag. But at the same time, my pride is like, you just kill me, I'm gonna have to get a couple of swipes in. But then you just kill me again. So we're at this constant rotation where it's like, I will now. I just feel like I have to kill you because you just did me dirty so many times, you know. So I'm like in this, you know, in this struggle, just trying to get this one ant. But every time I die, he's just by my bag. So yeah, for me personally, I could care less about dying. My stuff's there because my stuff is there. So I'll come back later. I'll go 
Because in the amount, you know, if you're spending 30 minutes getting your bag, you could have collected everything and more that you had in the bag in that same amount of time. So for me, yeah, that, but I got to do it over again. That bothers me. Redoing what I just did over the last 30 minutes. Having over to again recraft my me. axe, yeah, having to recraft me. the spear. But gotcha. you got to, you got to, you know, go and spend time the time like that. that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't have, I don't have a half hour to waste, you know, yeah, like. I just feel like it adds danger to, I love when games are difficult and there's like a danger, mm-hmm. sense of danger in the world, you know. Um, I'm not gonna walk around. It might not be smart to walk around with a full bag. It's like, oh, I gotta go drop this off at my my stash at my house. You know, didn't I, have a choice at the. I didn't have a choice. Didn't have a but choice. Yeah. But at the same time, at the beginning, you have rocks and crap anyway. So nothing you have is of of value. hard of hard. Yeah, to get, but it took but a good. It just it took, took time, a good yeah. 15, 20 minutes to collect enough items to build the hammer, then to build the rock hammer, then to build the spear. Than to build, you know, um, all those little materials yeah. that I needed, and but I, I lose it all. I think that's only at the first, because when mm-hmm. I joined your world, I already had the knowledge. So mm-hmm. by the time I went from the tunnel to where you're at, I already had all the tools. Mm-hmm. And you right. were still holding a rock. You know? Yeah, because you're just, you just, you remembered some of the recipes, right. and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I got to get this stuff quicker. Everything. So I just feel like yeah. at first it is punishing, mm-hmm. but I feel like as the game progresses, as things get harder, you hopefully learn the recipes and start building your base out you know i feel like it, it could you know it's a good balance when you when you learn more it's harder so you know mm-hmm. there's like a cool challenge throughout the game you know it's not yeah. easy mode like a lot of games because i hate when games are too easy like i'm a big kingdom hearts fan but kingdom hearts 3 was so easy too I, easy i didn't even i didn't even finish it because it was just like you could button mash the whole yeah, game. Yeah, I think I think for me that's the only complaint I have is just the starting of the game. Um, you can make it hard and punishing, but at least make it a little bit more understanding of what I'm supposed to be doing then, because I because that's what it feels like. I was wasting my time. Like I didn't really know what I was doing. You're supposed so, to survive. Yeah, so I was collecting things right, and I was collecting all this stuff, and just I'm open my bag and I'm slowly piecing it together, and then I die. Right? And gotcha. it's like, oh my gosh, like that was a whole waste of time. It makes me want to just shut the game off. Gotcha. It makes me want to just, you know what, forget it. I'm shutting the game off. Like, so you have to persevere to see the beauty in it. Um, so if there's a way that they can tweak that, you know, I could still die in my bag drops, but there's, it makes me feel like, okay, it's a little bit more directive where I know, okay, I could just, I know how I can get myself back in the game. You know, like I didn't feel that way. It felt like, it felt like, like Marcus said, debilitating. Like I felt just, you know, discouraged yeah but you know like at the at the same time you know what mark was saying after after playing it and then you know for a minute and you start kind of getting the grasp of things you're like okay i just need to go ahead and collect these these pellets like whenever i come across them i need to collect clovers you know how i was telling you Mm -hmm. like okay i know the roof's gonna require these clovers so let me go ahead and hack these down along with the grass you know let me just stack all of these things i see a spider web with no spider bite I'm going over to it so I can pick it, get that that silk from it, whatever, you know what I mean? Try to take advantage. Like, oh, it's flower petals. I'm going to just grab any and everything that I know that I will need later on while I'm here just because, you know, mm-hmm. and, and try to figure it out. But, you know, keep, like, certain things on, on stack. Like, once you have enough clover and woven fiber, then you can start to make, you know, like a helmet and a uh, uh, armor you know chest armor and then some shin shin guards or whatever and then all you need to repair it is clovers so it's like okay i'll just keep a lot of clovers on deck so i know i'm gonna be dying 
quite often. So when I go back from my bag, you know, the repair value is going to be low. So I'm just going to, you know, use my clovers to mm-hmm. repair it and stuff. And, you know, you start pulling out the pallets to kind of help like, okay, I'm going to just while I'm here with some grass blades, I'm going to just bring mm-hmm. them back just in case I want to do something with it, whatever. But um, I was definitely having fun with it. Uh, I think the hardest thing for me in my world was trying to find gnats at the moment so mm-hmm. I could get a bow. Cause I wanted to make, I wanted to make my bow and arrow so that I could try to kill some of these spiders that were getting me. But yeah, we think, found that one spot, so I want to try yeah. to see if I can go back. Yeah, in I that think corner. that's part of it too. Is like sometimes it could be a while before you find what you finally found. Mm-hmm. You could have been looking for twenty minutes for this gnats. You finally find them. You kill them. You take them, and then you die. Like yeah, but it's as that, long as you it's can that get discouraging it back, though, thing. thing. Yeah, it's but, that yeah. discouraging aspect, right? Like that I'm talking about. Like I'm just wondering if there's maybe a slightly better way um like maybe um i don't know i think it's fine like dropping some of the items you know like maybe some important items right but maybe not every piece that i just collected um so i don't mind rebuilding those important things but i but i have them so it it was costly right but not like so costly i I don't know i'm just throwing some ideas out there but but yeah because i I just would want people to have fun too yeah right but all in all um i think we all agree that it was a good game yeah and that we'll probably be doing some more streaming of Mm -hmm. that soon yeah uh you know definitely but uh yeah so with all that being said um if you guys enjoyed the video um like the podcast uh go ahead and hit that like that subscribe Please button subscribe. down below on youtube uh hit us with that follow um on spotify podbean uh google podcasts wherever you're listening to it at you know hit that follow button for us uh, so we can see you know that you guys are enjoying it and that there's actually people listening to us yeah <laughs> if not we're just talking to a wall <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um you know once again i'm godly sovereign this is mark Araya. That's Sir Knight. We are the We Love Gaming Podcast. Uh, Once again, thank you for listening. And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Peace. Peace. I love gaming.